the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord. Well, it's officially Sunday morning, and I'd like to be the first to wish you a happy Lord's Day. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord just shower you with his blessings on this, his Lord's Day. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'd just like to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, We're a live program, and we'll be here for the next hour taking your calls, talking about the Bible, and just praying for your prayer requests and and just seeking God, seeking the Lord, seeking his power, seeking his strength. But most of all, we're going to be seeking God for who he is. He is all in all. He is all in all. He is the mighty God of the universe, creator of the universe. He created you with a purpose. He created you to love you and to have a relationship with you. And he is calling you to a deeper intimacy with him. And I just want to be a messenger of that of, of, of that word, intimacy with God. You have intimacy with God through the sacrifice, through the work of Christ on the cross. Your sins, if, when you give your life to God, when you come into that relationship with him, your sins are forgiven and you are a new creation. And that's the gospel message. We're all sinners and we're all lost, but there is a Savior. And that Savior's name is Jesus. Jesus who gave himself the perfect sacrifice for all of our sins so that we might have a relationship with him. And this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. And that's what the message of the gospel is, to know God, to have a relationship with him. And we here at at, at the Gypsy Christian Hour, We want to be a messenger of the gospel. We want to bring you the gospel. We want to introduce you to who God is. Would you let us do that tonight? Well, we do that through prayer, and we want to open the program with prayer. And I just ask you to pray with me and to pray for me and this ministry that we would be a useful instrument in the hands of God, reaching out to his people, bringing comfort and bringing hope and bringing the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to use the radio as an instrument to preach your word and to share your love and your grace, your mercy, to pray for prayer requests. Lord, to seek you in your word. 
Lord, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would take over for this next hour again. Use this time, Lord, for your purpose, for your plan, to reach your people, to touch your people. Let every listener tonight, Father, know the power of Almighty and awesome God. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, and that you would do all that you desire to do tonight, to touch your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be here for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. So if you have a need tonight, if there's something going on that you want to bring before the Lord, that you need God to make a difference in, that you need God to to change circumstances, change situations, I invite you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. Yes, we're live here right now. I know it's late or early, whatever your perspective is. Yeah, but we're here in studio for you, that you would have a place to call that you would have a place to reach out to and say, here's what's going on in my life. Here's what's going on in my loved one's life. Here's what's going on in my friend's life. And we want to pray. I want to bring it before the Lord and just ask the Lord to make a difference. And look what the Bible says about that. In Psalm 46, 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. You don't have to fear because God is a very present help. He is, he, you know, the Lord, uh, the Bible tells us that he never slumbers or sleeps. He's always available. He's always here. A very present help in time of need. What is your time of need? What do you need to bring before the Lord tonight? Let's bring it to him in prayer. You know, Hebrews tells us, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus The Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. We all have a time of need. There are listeners tonight. Yes, you. You're in a time of need. And the Bible tells us to bring our needs to the throne of grace. Confidently come to him in prayer. Faithfully, with faith, knowing that he hears you, come to him in prayer. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Whatever is going on in your life right now, maybe maybe you, you need God to do something, to change the circumstance, to change the situation, to heal this disease, to heal the sickness. We want to bring him before the Lord in prayer. So call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls for your prayer requests. We'll pray with you right here, right now, in your present in, in your present time of need. Call in. Also, if you have something that you want to talk about, uh, if you have something that you want to ask a question about, uh, a Bible question, a question on uh, Christianity, uh, church, religion, uh, the cults, the occult, uh, world religions, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question is, whatever question you want to post tonight, whatever you need an answer to, let's search the scriptures and find the answer to your question. 
The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. We want to pray right now uh, for some uh, very present needs. Uh, we want to pray for Pastor Safka. We want to pray for, for Manny Mitchell, for Frankie Longos, for John Dimitro. We also want to pray for uh, uh, Shasha and Dina, and especially Nick Hunts, uh, who's in the hospital right now. Uh, we want to pray for healing and for a miracle. So, Father, we come before you, Mokodat, with a very present need, a need for healing, a need for miraculous healing, Lord. And we mentioned these names, Pastor Safka. We mentioned many, and Frankie, and, and John Dimitro, and Nick Hunsey, and Shasha and Dina. We pray for their miraculous healing, Lord. I pray that you would pour out your spirit, pour out your power. And like the woman who, who came up to you and touched the hem of your garment, and she felt the power, the power of God, and she knew she was healed. I pray right now that there would be healing for these men and these women, for your children, Lord. I just pray a special blessing upon each and every one of them in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. So again, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's a question that you want to ask, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. We've got some announcements to, to go through, but uh, let's go to the phone lines. It's, we've got some calls, and we want to get to them early. Hi, Vicki. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Brother Sam, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm, I am thankful. Um, first, uh, I would like to ask, uh, are you going to be having the Bible studies uh, this coming Friday at, at 8? Yes, we're having Bible study every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Okay, because I plan on coming, me and, and someone else, another uh, pastor, so I just wanted to, to make sure. Yeah, we're it having... It starts at 8. It starts at 8 o'clock, and it's in Arcadia at 805 North 1st Avenue. Yes, is that, is that a church? Or yes, there's that... a, it's called, the, 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 name, the name of the church is the Hills Church. The Hills Church? The Hills Church, H-I-L-L-S, the Hills Church. Okay. We, uh, okay. we're, we're part of their congregation, and we also rent it, uh, we, we, okay. we use the facility there. Okay, and, and give me, uh, if you don't mind, may I have the, the address again, please, sir? It's 805 North 1st mm -hmm. Avenue. 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia. And zip code? Uh, 91006. Okay, thank you. Okay, Sammy. Um, now, I, did, did, you, did you have a question, Vicki? I do. Uh, could you explain briefly why we, when I say we, I mean every soul, everyone that, that, that has been created, that has been born into this world? Mm-hmm why we have to go through Jesus in order to get to God, because, you know, a lot of religions are teaching that you can go through saints, you can go through uh, mm. Mary, uh, you know, right. Muslims. You know. Could you just, please, because, yes, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great question. And the, the answer is this, that God is holy, God is pure, and God cannot look upon sin. And we are all sinful uh, uh, people. 
I mean, the, the Bible tells us that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There are none righteous, not one. And God is so holy. He is so pure. He is so perfect. He cannot look upon sin. So he sent Jesus to be the sin offering. And when Jesus died, he forgave us of our sins. When we come to Jesus and we ask him for that forgiveness, he gives us his grace and his mercy. And he washes us and makes us righteous. He makes us, he counts us as righteous. He imputes his righteousness. In other words, he gives his perfect righteousness to us. He counts it, he, he puts it in our account. And that's why we come to God through Jesus. The Bible says there is one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus Christ. There is one name given under heaven that all men should be saved, and that is the name of Jesus. So we come to the Father through Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, he fills when we come to him and we become born again, he fills us with his Holy Spirit. And and and, and every part of our uh, of our relationship with God is part of him his him being trinity we come to God the father through Jesus Christ in the power of the holy spirit and and that would be my answer that's why we need that's why we we come to God through Jesus and you know something we can't come to God through any other way there is only one name under heaven given unto man for salvation there's only one way to God, and that is Jesus Christ. You know, popular uh, uh, popular belief today is that all religions lead to God. That's not true. That's not true because there are false gods, false teachers, uh, and, and false beliefs that uh, that do not lead you to the true God. You know, Buddhism will not get you to heaven. Uh, Hinduism will not get you to heaven. Islam will not get you to heaven because they don't teach the true nature of God and they don't teach you the true to have a true relationship with God the Father through the Son Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, they, they they teach you all other religions teach you that you have to be good enough to earn your salvation or good enough to to be worthy of getting into heaven. That's not true. It's nothing there's nothing that we can do to be saved. It's what he's done that saves us, his sacrifice on the cross. Brother Sam, I just want to say one thing. I, everything that you say is true. Everything uh, that you have said is biblical, and I'm sure that everyone that is listening, they, they know that. And and I do believe that everyone that has been born, that will be created, that has been created in the past, you know, that was born that everyone will either get a chance to either accept Jesus or reject him because Christ died for us. No one else, Buddha didn't die. Right. Saints didn't die. Only Jesus died. And I do believe that the God that we serve will allow everyone to either get a chance to either accept him or reject mm-hmm. him. I believe that that is why he said that we will be without excuse. Right. Amen. Amen. You know. Amen. Thank you. <coughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you Vicky. God Bye-bye. bless you. God bless you. You know, uh, Vicky was saying about Buddha. You know, Buddha did die. He was a man. He lived and he died. And Muhammad was a man. He lived and he died. And uh, all the other religious leaders of the world, they died. But there's only one man, 
Jesus, the God-man, who died and was raised from the dead. He was resurrected. He, de- he defeated death. He defeated sin. He defeated it all for you and for me, that we might live as he lives. Keep that in mind. You know, all these other uh, religious leaders, world religions, Muhammad and, and Buddha and whoever, they all died and never was heard of again. But Jesus lives today because of the resurrection. He was raised on the third day, and he lives today. And he's at the right hand of God, praying for you and for me. Keep that in mind. Don't you want a relationship with a living God, not with a dead one? I don't want a relationship with somebody that's dead. I want a, I want a relationship with somebody who's alive. Jesus is alive. Let's go to our next call. Well, before we go to our next caller, Leroy called, and he would like prayer for God to look over him and for guidance. So, Father, I just pray for Leroy right now, Lord, that you would not just look over him, Lord, but that you would protect him, that you would guide him, that you would lead him. Lord, that your heavenly angels would just minister to him, that there would be a hedge of protection around him, Lord, and that you would accomplish your goodwill for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, the number is 888-995-5552. If you'd like to be, uh, if, you, if you'd like prayer, if you need prayer, uh, and we can pray for you tonight, with you tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Or if you have a Bible question, call in tonight. Let's go to our next caller, and let's talk to David. Hey, David, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How are you today? Doing okay. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. Um, I just need prayer. Um, I, I've been having some problems with uh, health-wise with my stomach and my heart, and they're going to do some tests for me, and I just want God to set me free from this. Well, Father, we just pray for David right now, Lord. I, I, I know his pain. I've been through it myself, Lord, and you delivered me. And I pray, Lord, that you would deliver David right now from whatever his health ailment is, Lord, whatever sickness or disease there is, whatever kind of stomach problem there is, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would just touch him, that you would heal him, that you would deliver him. Father, I just pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in David. Father, that your name would be glorified, that he would, that as he seeks you right now with prayer, Lord, that he would receive your healing, that he would receive your blessing. I pray, Lord, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would receive the, the abundant blessing of a God who does beyond, exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we ask. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. Um, just, just for the Lord to continue to direct me, because I'm looking into going to film school in L.A. Mm-hmm. That's my dream. So I'm, I'm just praying that God will Amen. Well, Lord, we have goals and we have dreams, and David has a goal and a dream, and I pray, Lord, that you lead him, guide him, and direct him to the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Father, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would, would, would speak to him and lead him and guide him in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. And let's go to our next call, and we're going to talk to Edgar. Hi, Edgar. Happy Lord's Day. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. How can we help you tonight? Um. You know what, I'm, I'm I'm calling right now in a bit of a struggle. I've been struggling with alcohol, and it's been a bit of a demon for me. Um, alcohol has consumed my life, and, and 
made my life diff- more difficult than it should be. I have mm-hmm. a decent job and I have an okay family, but alcohol always seems to draw me back to 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 the bad side. And uh, oh. I'm early in my walk with the Lord. I've been reading the Bible. I've been going to church. I've just uh, I need help. I need I need to get myself uh, away from the from the sinful behavior that I've been doing. Well, you know, I read scripture at the opening of the program that God is a very present help, so we come to him in prayer. So, Father, I just come to you right now. Lord, Edgar and I come before you, Lord, and we ask, Father, that you would break this chain of addiction, Lord. Break the chains of addiction in Edgar's life, Lord. I pray that you would free him, Lord, from the desire to go to alcohol. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would give him that freedom, that you would free him, Lord, from this terrible addiction, Lord, this addiction, Lord, that binds, this addiction, Lord, that that consumes, Lord, this addiction that ruins people's lives, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would be the, the, the strength and the power that Edgar needs, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would miraculously, supernaturally, Lord, take this desire from him, Lord, to, 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 to drink alcohol in any way, Lord, whether it be beer or hard drink or whatever, Lord, I pray, Lord, for freedom. I pray, Lord, that you would break the bondage, Lord, that that, that, that that is holding him down, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would free him, Lord, that he would, Lord, that he would walk in a newness of life, Lord. From tonight on, Lord, that there would be a newness of light, a, new, a newness of, of desire, Lord, to seek you and not the bottle, to seek you and not the, 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 the drunkenness, Lord, of alcohol. I pray, Lord, that you would fill him with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, Thank you, know, you for that. I really needed that. Edgar, I want to encourage you, my brother, that there is a mighty God who does abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask, and, and the, the freedom is there. The power is there. The, the help that you need is out there. You know, we look to God first, but there's... Yeah. There, there's also twelve-step programs. <clears throat> there's there's accountability programs that you can get involved with, and I encourage you: reach out to a Christian counselor, reach out to a twelve-step program, get involved with other men who are who are in the same struggle that you're in, that can sympathize and empathize and relate to where you're at. You know, because you know uh, that's what you need. You need the power of God. And you need the power of other men in your life who will come beside you and walk with you on this journey, on this road to recovery. You know, you want sobriety, you want recovery, and you want healing. That's what we need when it comes to addictions. And that's what's available. It's available, you know, with God and with other men who will walk the walk with you. Get a sponsor. Get somebody that you can call when you're tempted. Get somebody, get, get in a place where you can be with other people who are going through the same thing you are because we all need help. Nobody is a Lone Ranger Christian. We can't do this on our own. That's why God tells us to, to, to be in church and to be in fellowship with other believers so that steel sharpens steel, that we would be encouraged, Amen. that we would be strengthened, and that we would be empowered to go forward. Amen. Amen. All right, my friend. God bless you, my brother. Thank you. God bless you. Let's go to our next caller, and let's see. Let's talk to Alvin. 
Hey, Alvin, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi. Uh, I have a question on Matthew 7, verse mm. 21. Okay. Um, uh, I just want to know what Jesus means when he says, uh, he who does the will of my Father. Okay, but verse 21 says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? In your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And what I believe Jesus is saying there is is is, is quite clear, that not everyone who calls himself a Christian is really a Christian. You know, and who is he talking about mainly? Uh, when he says, when they say, Lord, Lord, we cast out, we prophesied in your name, we, we cast out demons. These are religious leaders, not only just cr- people who call themselves Christians, but religious leaders, church leaders, pastors, uh, evangelists, whoever. So what he's saying is not everybody who says they're a Christian is really a true Christian. And we, we have this evidence in, in, in Judas. I mean, if, if we were there back then, uh, and we saw the 12 apostles, we would see Judas casting out demons. We would see Judas preaching uh, to, to crowds and, and, and healing the sick. And we would think, wow, this guys he's the real thing. But he wasn't. He was a traitor. Mm-hmm. He denied Christ. He, 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 uh, uh, offered, he, he, he betrayed Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. He betrayed Jesus. So he wasn't a real Christian. So we have to be those who are true Christians and really seek the Lord and seek God's will above our own. You see, these men, these people who were prophesying in Jesus' name and casting out demons, they were doing things for them. They were, they were doing it for themselves, not for Jesus, not for the kingdom of God, not to do the will of God, but to, to, to uh, uh, further their own ambition and their own desires. So when we, say, when, when, when we come to Christ, we, we, we receive him as Savior and Lord. He is the Lord of our life. He's the one who directs us. He's the one who guides us. And he's the one who reveals the Father's will. And that's what we're to do. We're to do God's will. So, you know, that's, that's basically what I believe that the Scripture is saying. That's uh, what it says, that there are true Christians and there are false Christians. And this is talking about the false Christian. Okay. Does that make All sense, right. Alvin? Yeah, it does. Thank you. All right. God bless you, my friend. Thanks okay, for calling. Thank and if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you'd like to ask a question about the Bible, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Mario called in, and he would like prayer for general well-being. The Father, I just come before you on behalf of Mario. He asked for prayer, and we're praying, Lord, for his general well-being. I don't know what that means, Lord, but you do. You know what Mario needs. You know what his desire is. You know what he's looking for, Lord. And I pray, Father, that your perfect will would be accomplished in Mario's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've got a few announcements before we go to any further calls. and Before we talk about our topic tonight, you know, it's amazing that Alvin called and, and, and asked about uh, false Christians because 
the uh, the topic for tonight is eight signs of a hyper grace church or a false church, and we're going to be talking about the eight signs of a false church or of a hyper grace church. We're going to be talking about that in just a few minutes. But I'd like to remind you that we get together every Friday night. Vicky called in and asked for the for the address. Yes, we get together every Friday night for prayer, for worship, and for the study of God's Word. You know, the last couple of weeks, we've been having a, a really interesting time talking about hypergrace and talking about uh, the need to truly confess our sins and, and, and repent from our sins and what hypergrace is all about, Calvinism and Armenianism. Uh, There's God predestined. We've, talked, we've been talking about predestination and election. And that's been our topic the last couple of weeks, and uh, we finished up last night. But we're going to continue studying the Word of God every Friday night at 8 o'clock. And I hope you'll join us. Consider joining us on Friday nights at 8 o'clock for prayer, worship, and the Word of God. We get together at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. I tell you every week, it's easy to get to. It's an easy, it's a, it's a easy ride. Just get into the Arcadia area. Take the 210 freeway into Arcadia. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. You'll go one more block to 1st Avenue. Make another right. And you'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue. It's the Hills Church uh, at 805 North 1st Avenue, City of Arcadia, 8 o'clock every Friday night. I hope you'll join us. If, you need, if you're looking for a place to worship, if you need some place to be, and we all need to be in church, we all need to be in God's presence, we have a desire to worship, to pray, to seek the Lord. And I hope you share that desire. Come out to L.A. Gypsy Church at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, also, I want to remind you that we are on podcast. You know, we've had some problems uh, with the website of late, but <clears throat> I talked to Josh tonight. Everything's up and working and running. We've got 90-some-odd programs that you can listen to. Uh, so if you've missed the program or you want to catch up or you want to share the program with somebody, go to kkla.com. That's kkla.com. And look for the podcast page, and you'll see us there with a bunch of other, with all the other programs that are archived here at KKLA. Uh, Greg Laurie's on there, John MacArthur, uh, Frank Sontag, who you can listen to every uh, weekday at uh, 3, from 3 to 5 o'clock, every uh, weekday on the KKLA. So go to kkla.com and look for us on the podcast page. Tell somebody about the program. And an easy way of accessing KKLA is when you download the KKLA app. So it's a free app, and you'll be able to stay uh, stay in touch with KKLA and everything that's going on here at the radio station, all the events that's going on. Uh, you, you, something that's going to be happening next month is the uh, Impact uh, 2018 for pastors and, and uh, church leaders. It's a conference over at uh, Azusa Pacific University. So get on kkla.com and look at what's going on and get involved. So go to your uh, iTunes store, excuse me, or Google Play store and download the free KKLA app. Okay? So, uh, again, let's go to our phone lines. We're going to take one more call and then talk about uh, Hyper Grace uh, and the False Church. Uh, Let's talk to Fernando. Uh, 
Hi, Fernando. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help Hi. today? Hi, Pastor uh, Sammy. How are you? Good doing well. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Uh, fine, thank you. Very blessed. I always, uh, <laughs> I've been uh, listening to your program for quite a while now, and I look forward to coming home and turning on the radio <clears throat> at midnight and just, you know, tuning to, to the Christian Gypsy Hour. <laughs> thank you. And uh, thank God. I, you're a beautiful man. I love hearing your prayers and talking to people and the prayer requests and you know, I just learned a lot about my faith, and uh, I accepted the Lord as my personal Savior. And um, I just call in tonight, just uh, just say thank you for all you do for your ministry. Thank you. God bless you. Well, thank you so and much. You're very kind. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, praying for a, um, a prayer request in my life. Um, I've, um, re- I live in Pico Rivera, and I recently had a, um, uh, two years ago, uh, I had a crisis, a financial crisis. I had a a home that was that I inherited from my mother, and um, I got kind of I got reckless with my finances, and I lost the family home. Mm-hmm. And um, but the Lord is good. The the good Lord brought me a. Um, I'm renting now uh, with a good friend from my from my from my parish, and I uh, I can afford the rent, and I have a full you know a good job. I'm blessed with a good job with the government with the county of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very happy for that, and I'm very glad you know grateful to God. Um, I just want to say I'm 57 years old, and um, I want to just uh, pray for God to lead me, direct me. Um, I'm looking for, kind of like, I'm looking for a way where I can excel in my job and my career, and uh, hopefully, you know, get myself back on track with regards to getting, you know, getting a car, mm. and getting back in, you know, getting some wheels, and, and having transportation, and uh, okay. and uh, I just pray, pray for that, and, and just for, for well-being in my heart, and just just to be faithful to God and you know not be impatient but to be patient and rely on the Lord let the Lord lead me and guide Amen. me and well, trusting in him for all my needs and all my cares Amen. and uh, just for 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 faith for faith and well, just Father, to know that Jesus has my back well, Father we come before you Lord and I just think of your Jeremiah 29:11 your word where it says I know the plans that I have for you plans for your welfare not for calamity but to give you a hope and a future. So I pray for Fernando's future, Lord, that in the coming days and the years, Lord, that you would guide him, that you would lead him, that you would direct him. And Father, that you would bless him, Lord, with the plans that you have for him, for his career, Lord, for his finances, for his well-being. Lord, that you would use him, Lord, to further your kingdom and glorify your name, Lord, that all that you do for him and in him and through him, Lord, would glorify the name of Jesus and that you would use him to build up the kingdom of God. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would pour out a blessing upon Fernando, Lord. Father, so much that it would be uh, uh, spilling over, Lord. Yes, pressed down, good measured, pressed down and running over, Lord. Lord, Father, that it would be so much of a blessing that he would want to share with others, Lord, all that you've done with him and for him, Lord. I pray, Lord, that there would be a blessing upon Fernando's life. Lord, that you'd lead him, guide him, and direct him. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you, Fernando. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Pastor Sammy. Thank you. God God bless my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, praise the Lord. One other thing. Uh, that I'd like to mention is that uh, we are a listener-supported program. And if you would pray this week and you know, let the Lord lead you, if uh, the Lord would lead you to help us stay on this, uh, at this radio station, to stay on KKLA, you know, we're, we've been here for 31 years. We'd like to be here another 31 years if the Lord provides and if the Lord wills. So if 
the Lord leads you to help us stay on the radio, stay on the air, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. You know, a large donation, small donation, everything helps. Anything that you send in will be used directly for keeping this program on the air. So send your gift to the Gypsy Christian Hour, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. Uh, And if you didn't get the address, don't worry. They'll give it to you again before we go off the air. But like I said, anything that you send in, large or small gifts, uh, it all goes to keeping us here at KKLA. Amen. Well, let's go on. And we're going to talk a little bit about hyper grace and and what's been going on and and, and this whole thing uh this new wave uh that's been uh starting across the country and it emphasizes this hyper grace teaching emphasizes uh on the grace of God but it excludes other vital teachings like repentance and confession of sin hyper grace teachers will say that all sin past, present, and future, has already been forgiven, so there's no need for believers to confess it. Hypergrace teaching says that when God looks at us, he sees only a holy and righteous people. The conclusion of hypergrace teaching is that we are not bound by Jesus' teachings, even as we are not bound by the law, that believers are not responsible for their sin, and that anyone who disagrees is a pharisaical legalist. Wow, what a, what a phrase, pharisaical legalist. <clears throat> In short, hypergrace teachers pervert the grace of our Lord into a license for immorality. You know, hypergrace is just another excuse for living like hell and thinking that you're going to heaven. You know, we had a caller earlier and asked about the, the scripture in, in Matthew 7, where it says, not all who say, Lord, Lord, not all who say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, these people say they're Christians. They say they're teaching God's word, but they're not. They're giving you false teaching. They're giving you a false sense of security, which the Bible does not give. The Bible doesn't say that you can live without confessing your sins or that you can live without repenting from sins. The Bible tells us in 1 John to confess our sins on a daily basis, to keep on confessing our sins. The Bible also tells us that without repentance, there is no forgiveness of sins. So how can you be forgiven? And tonight, I want to talk about the eight signs of a hyper-grace church. And really, it's eight signs of a false church. And the first one is that the preacher, the pastor will never speak against sin. You know, there's a one of the most <clears throat> uh, notable preachers today. He, uh, he boasts that he will never talk about sin behind his pulpit. You'll never hear him talk about sin. He says there are, there's enough preachers out there that, that talk about sin. I'm not one of them. You know, I'm paraphrasing, of course. But he said on national TV that he will never talk about sin. And that's one of the first signs of a false church or a hyper-grace church. If you're in a church like this, you will notice that the word sin is usually 
only mentioned in the context of the forgiveness of your sins in Christ, but hardly ever in the context of taking a stand against sin. They'll tell you you've been forgiven, but they'll never take a stand against sin. Except, of course, when they condemn the sin of legalists, pharisaical legalists, who are the ministers they denigrate for preaching against sin. You know, we're commanded by Christ to go out and make disciples and to teach them all the things that he taught. And Jesus taught against sin. He taught against lying, cheating, adultery. He told the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more. So we are to preach against sin. We're to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which, which, which promotes the forgiveness of our sins, but it also promotes separation from sin, sanctification. So we are to talk about sin, we are to expose sin, we are to talk against, we are to preach against and lead people away from sinful lives. So if your preacher isn't talking about sin, preaching against sin, there's something wrong there. If your pastor never talks about sin behind the pulpit, then you're in the wrong church. You're in a false church. You're in a hyper-grace church. We need, you know, Jesus, the Bible tells us that Jesus came full of grace and truth. And you can't sacrifice one for the other. Because if you're in a church that only teaches doctrine, that only teaches uh, doctrinal teaching, then you're in a a religion. Because that, that becomes a religion. It becomes a, a, a do's and don'ts. You know, the law. But the, law, the doctrine is the law. Doctrine is the truth. But if you only have the truth, if you only have doctrine, you become legalistic, really. And it becomes a church of do's and don'ts. And if you have a church that only preaches grace, then you have confusion because people don't know how to live. You need both. We need both. We need churches, pastors, preachers that are teaching truth and grace. Jesus came full of truth and grace. He said, I have not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And he also came to live the perfect life and be a sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins. So a church that, 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 that preaches only doctrine becomes a bully, do's and don'ts. And a church that preaches only grace is a church of confusion because people don't know how to live. We need both. So you can't, you can't sacrifice one for the other. We need both truth and grace. Amen? The second sign of a hyper-grace church or a false church is that the pastor never takes a stand for righteousness. You know, when issues like uh, the right to life comes up, when issues like uh, marriages between a man and a woman comes up. These pastors will shy away from mentioning it because they're afraid of offending the people. You know, 
in my buddy Jello. Do pastors preach against Odabarimos? Will pastors mention Kanewarta Odabarimos? B&E. Scam artists. What about this thing about life insurance policies? Barwaili, Manus, the life insurance policies. Kainai chachei? Kainai warta? Barwaili, the life insurance policies. That they don't even know. The seduction of this money, the seduction of the amount of money that's involved has seduced even leaders in the church. And they won't preach about it because they don't take a stand for righteousness. We need to take a stand for righteousness. And if your pastor doesn't take a stand for righteousness, you're in the wrong church. If your pastor doesn't talk about the issues that are, to, that, that are relevant today, you're in the wrong church because we need to stand up for righteousness. We need to stand up for holiness. We need to stand up for what the Bible tells us, what the Bible says. It doesn't matter what, 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 what makes you money today if it's not from God. It doesn't matter what brings you pleasure today if it's not right from God. The Bible tells us, take a stand for righteousness, seek holiness, and don't stand up, don't be a part of what's going on today in the culture. We're not to be conformed to the world, but we're to be transforming the world. What does the Bible tell us in Romans? Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. People's minds are not being renewed. They're being conformed to what is going on today, what's, what's popular today. What's popular today? Make as much money as you can. Do whatever you can to make your better life, to, to make your life better, to, to get the best life now. What about the life to come? What about that day when Jesus is going to say, away from me, you workers of iniquity? Because not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, to him on that day is going to enter the kingdom of God. The ones who do the will of the Father are the ones who will enter the kingdom of God. Is your church doing the will of God? Is your church standing up for the will of God? Is your pastor preaching righteousness and holiness? Because that's what he wants. That's what, that's what God wants. That's what he desires. He's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back for his bride. He wants to present his bride to the Father without spot or wrinkle. And that means righteousness and holiness. So if your pastor is not preaching against sin, and if he's not preaching for righteousness, if he's not taking a stand, that's a sign of a hyper-grace church. That's a sign of a false church. How about this? The Old Testament is almost totally ignored. In these churches, the Old Testament is treated like as only types and shades, shadows, for sermon illustrations. But there's no real value regarding our standard of living today. You know, my position is that the New Testament and the Old Testament are connected. The New Testament builds upon the Old. It never gets rid of the Old Testament. Jesus' words again, I'll tell you, I'll say it again. He said, I have not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill it. Jesus talked about the Old Testament 
in, in many of his sermons and teachings. He talked about Moses. He talked about Noah. He talked about Jonah. He validated all the major uh, uh, things that we see in the Old Testament. And the first thing he did when he started his ministry, the first sermon he preached was out of Isaiah. When he walked into the synagogue, he preached from Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. So how can you get rid of the Old Testament? How can you ignore the Old Testament? The Old Testament is just as relevant today as it was back then. You know, what what about the Ten Commandments? Have we done away with the Ten Commandments? Do we ignore the Ten Commandments? No, the Ten Commandments is our guideline. The Ten Commandments are our standard for living. It's a love relationship. If we love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our might, if we love others like we love ourselves, we will keep the commandments. And what did Jesus say? Did he say, just keep, keep my word? No, he said, if you love me, you will obey me. It's not rules and regulations. It's not, it's not do's and don'ts. It's a love relationship. You know, we keep his word. We keep his commands because we love him. You know, if you're struggling with sin, it's not because you love sin too much. It's because you don't love God enough. I'll say it again. If you're struggling with sin, if you're in a sinful lifestyle, it's not that you love sin too much. It's that you don't love God enough. Because if you were in an intimate relationship with God, the love relationship that you had with him would keep you from sinning would keep you from, from, what, from what you're doing that's against his word. So yes, the Old Testament is just as relevant today as it ever was, even more so, I think. Well, let's go on, and we'll talk about the fourth sign of a hypergrace church. People in a hypergrace church are living immoral lives, and they're allowed to teach and to lead ministries. I'll say it again. People who live immoral lives are allowed to teach and lead ministries. If you're in a church where people are living immoral lives, things that are not right, things that are not according to the Word of God, and they're allowed to preach and to teach, they're allowed to lead ministries, that's the sign of a false church. That's the sign of a hyper-grace church because they don't think you have to confess your sins. They don't think you have to live a moral life. They don't think you have to live in righteousness and holiness. So they're allowed to preach. They're allowed to teach. They're allowed to lead ministries. But yet they're living an immoral life. They're living a life contrary to the Word of God. Another sign, uh, the fifth uh, sign of a hyper-grace church or a false church is the lead pastor will often speak against the institutional church. Many hyper-grace pastors constantly denounce churches that are conservative in their values because they believe those churches represent the old school that is no longer relevant to today's culture. The old school you know, we want to throw out everything that's old, and we want something new. We want some, we want we want that new and sensational revelation that nobody's ever heard of, that nobody's ever known. We want to see something new. We want to hear something new. 
We want to be led by something new. Well, that's wrong. You know, if you're conservative and if you're a Bible teacher, a Bible, uh, if you're evangelical, you're considered old school. If you go by the Bible, you're old school. They want new teachings. They want new revelations. And that's, again, you know, when they're looking for the sensational, that's the sign of a hyper-grace church or a false church. Well, the sixth the sixth uh, sign of a false church or a hyper-grace church is they, they, the lead pastor preaches against tithing. And this one, this one uh, kind of eluded me. Why would they not preach for tithing? Why would they not encourage people to give to the church? Well, if you preach tithing, tithing is the Old Testament. Tithing is part of the Mosaic law. Moses gave tithing, you know. I believe that tithing is carried over into the New Testament. Uh, it's more of a biblical uh, principle so much that it preceded the law. You know, the tithing was before Moses. Everybody thinks that Moses came up with the idea of tithing. No, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all tithed before Moses gave the law. You know, and even Jesus taught about tithing in Matthew, the 23rd chapter. And he mentioned, it's mentioned in other passages, like Hebrews, the seventh chapter. These pastors denounced tithing as a law that was done away with in Christ. It's not done away with in Christ because Jesus didn't do away with the law. Jesus fulfilled the law. And tithing is a part of our worship. Tithing is a part of our obedience. Tithing is a part of our, our, our relationship with Jesus Christ. So we encourage tithing. The Bible encourages tithing. But the sign of a false church or a hyper-grace church is they denounce tithing. And they'll encourage you to give more than just the 10%. You know, these, these churches want you to give more than what the Bible prescribes. And that's what they do. Another sign is that the lead pastor only preaches positive motivational messages. Those attending hyper-grace churches will only hear positive messages on health, wealth, prosperity, God's love, God's forgiveness, and how to succeed in life. You know, uh, you know, I agree with all of these topics. I agree that God wants you, God, God heals. I agree that, that God blesses with, with, with prosperity. I believe in God's love. I believe in God's forgiveness and grace. But we have to be careful to include in preaching the whole counsel of God so that we feed the flock a balanced diet instead of just the sweetness of a feel-good message. We must do this so we are free from the blood of all men. Look up Acts twenty twenty-six and 27. I don't have time tonight, but you'll see that we are to preach the whole gospel, not just feel-good messages, not just motivational messages, not just how to live a best life or how to have your best life now. You know, if you're in a church that you only hear motivational preaching, motivational teaching, you know, the Bible talks more about hell than it talks about heaven. Jesus, I should say, Jesus talked more about hell than he did about heaven. We need to know the perils out there. 
We need to know what's going on in the world. We need to know that there's a, a, an enemy out there. We need to know that there's powers and principalities at work. There's, there, there's demons and, and influences in this world. There are addictions that want to bind you and chain you into a lifestyle that will separate you from God. And we need to expose all of these things and bring them into the light. So if you're in a church where you only hear motivational preaching, you're in the wrong church. The last thing I want to mention as I hear the music coming up in the background, key members of the church are regularly living sinful lives of impurity. Those attending a hyper-grace church will most likely find that because of the strong emphasis on grace, there is no teaching against sin and there is no teaching against repentance, judgment, or hell. There's an atmosphere of loose living and many involved in immorality and drunkenness as well as other physical vices. The reason for this is that the law is our schoolmaster and leads us to Christ, Galatians 3.24, because through the moral law comes the knowledge of sin, Romans 3.20. If the moral law of the Ten Commandments is not preached, then an ignorance will overcome the people and they'll live foolish lives and will be like the blind leading the blind where there is no prophetic vision the people cast off restraint but blessed is he who keeps the law Proverbs 28, 18 well I hope you'll take to heart this teaching on the eight signs of a hyper-grace church the eight signs of a false church think about what I've shared with you tonight meditate on it but most of all Read the Word. Read the Bible. Get into God's Word and know what He says about grace, about forgiveness, about repentance, about confession. You read the Word and let the Holy Spirit reveal it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. We're out of time for tonight's edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I hope you'll consider joining us Friday nights for prayer and worship and the study of God at 805 North First Avenue. I hope you'll pray about supporting this program with your love offerings. So until then, until next week, make us to God bless you and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.